The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, still on the uh, COVID-19 front, uh, some of you texting and wanting to know when uh, Dr. Hinshaw will be giving her daily update. That will happen uh, just around uh, 3.30. We will bring that to you live uh, as soon as it begins. But as as the, the number uh, grows, um, more people are being asked to self-isolate. Have you, have you thought about this? What would you do? If you had to self-isolate and, and no, you don't need 100 rolls of, of toilet paper, just keep that in mind. Um, our next guest didn't think too much of it until he had to do it, and today he's writing about it. In his article, My Date with Self-Isolation Amid the COVID-19 Scare, Todayville President Lloyd Lewis explains what's been going through his mind as he starts 14 days of self-isolation. Lloyd, thanks for joining <laughs> me. <laughs> hey, nice to nice to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, so tell us uh, what happened. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your story here. You got a phone call the other day, just yesterday, the day before. Yeah. What's going on? It, well, and before I get to that, I just want to say I've got a lot to say about potholes, too, after <laughs> taking out two wheels. Oh, no. Um, on Highway 43 the other oh, day, which was really nice. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's been quite a week, really. So, yeah, my, my, my date with uh, self-isolation. Well, it, it was just like any other night, uh, you know, was around 5 o'clock, I was sitting on the couch doing what I do, and uh, phone rings, and uh, yeah, I'm told that I had uh, crossed paths, potentially, with uh, someone who had been one of the seven confirmed cases as of a couple of days ago, and that as a precaution, uh, they'd like me to uh, consider self-isolating myself and just taking myself out of, uh, out of, out of the community for 14 days. The good news is that that was about a week into it at that point. Well, you know, it was the third, I guess, uh, March 3rd that I had my uh, potential contact. So when I got the call two days ago, I was already into it for a few days. So it's not a full 14 days, but okay. yeah, still, I look ahead and I go, yeah, I've still got another uh, <laughs> quite a few days of this. So when when they tell you this or when they ask yeah. you to do this, can what, what what goes through your mind, Lloyd? Do, do, you, do you think about, oh my gosh, what do I have in the, in the pantry? Do I need more toilet paper? Yeah. Who else have I come in contact with? What about my work? Yeah. What about gigs? All of that stuff. Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, the first thing that kind of went through my head was, okay, well, can I do this? And I thought of a myriad of things that I sort of had planned over the next 10 days. And then you look at those and start, you know, saying, well, I can postpone that. Yeah, that's not that critical. Yeah, we can make that happen. So got to that point. Um, I think that uh, probably the bigger thing that started crossing my mind was what just the scope of this and what can happen. Because suddenly you're, you're, you're thinking about something. I've never really thought about how a, how a disease spreads. You know, we know it spreads. We know that it happens through various forms of contact, whatever. But um, I don't think I've really stopped and really thought it through. And then suddenly it occurred to me that if indeed I do test positive uh, during this period of time, wow, wh- where have I been and wh- who have I touched and, uh, and spoken with? And, and it's, it's, it's kind of staggering when you stop and think about the people you cross paths with through the course of a week because it had been largely almost a week from the time of my potential exposure mm. to when I was notified. Hmm. So, yeah. And if uh, if if that was the case, how many more are there just like me out there? Yeah. So 
you know, it's uh, it's quite sobering when you think of it in those terms. So, yeah. have have they done any tests on you, anything like that, or no, no. just watching for symptoms, anything like that? Yeah, basically, uh, I'm I take my temperature a couple times a day, make sure that nothing is changing. Uh, if I develop symptoms, I call and they will then arrange a test, whether that would be someone coming to my home or arrange for me to go to a certain place I'm supposed to be tested. Uh, yeah, but very, uh, they, they, they seem very on top of it uh, and very moving very quickly because the number of people are trying to track down just like me. Yeah, exactly. Lloyd Lewis joining us this afternoon in uh, self-isolation. He is the president of uh, Todayville. Um, and, 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 and the one cool thing, or I guess the one lucky thing for you, Lloyd, is, is the fact that you pretty much work from home. So that, that's yeah. helpful. Well, that was a big part of the consideration, too. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I run an online digital media company, and uh, largely everything I do could be done online. So uh, that makes it much easier to make that decision. I, I spend a lot of time at home working anyway, so that mm-hmm. wasn't that difficult. But uh, where I started, again, thinking after the scope and all of those things go through your head, then you start thinking about, well, I mean, I feel good. Um, there's no reason really to suspect, I think, that I would get sick. Um, so then you start thinking, well, what would I do if I really had to go to work? Would I go to work? Would I uh, would I tell anybody about this? Mm-hmm. Or would I just kind of go about my business? And and it really comes down to, I guess, uh, you know, trying to make some decisions. Uh, I, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. That's a hard one to make. And it looks like the government is starting to also uh, look at uh, various uh, ways and means to, to, to help with that mitigation by, you know, I'm not sure that they're certainly looking at programs, but I think they're going to have to because there will be businesses that take a hit on this. Some may not survive. There's all kinds of things that could happen. Who knows? The, this is a virus that uh, no one's really encountered before. So they, they still don't really even know a lot about how it spreads. So there's all of that to consider. So I think that, um, you know, if you had to go to work, it'd be a tough decision. Glad I didn't have to make it. Yeah. I think that the responsible thing would be to try to uh, work with your employer in any way you could so that you didn't have to go to work if you... Uh, felt you were compromised in some way because really you know it's your you know it's your grandparents it's your parents it's uh, it's it's people you know that potentially would be at risk and uh i think that's important to keep in mind it's not it's not just others it's probably people very close to you well and i think did you you touch on it about um you know your 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 dad you know in mm-hmm. in, in a long-term care the home i mean right, right you know um right. that's that's a whole and because you look at what's been happening you know what happened in bc and and so that when you got that phone call you must have thought holy crap, you know yeah absolutely uh yeah all of those things start to flash through your mind especially when you retrace your steps and uh you know i think the good news is that i I still feel very good, and yeah. uh, there's no indication of any any reason to believe that I'd uh, I'd get the disease. But you know, you got to be careful. I think if this thing look at look at Italy right now. Oh yeah, I mean Italy is a very touchy place, and uh, a lot of a lot of human contact. I think just in that culture, um, and you know, kissing on both cheeks is probably not the safest way to uh, uh, <laughs> live in this environment. But I mean, that's such a cultural thing. I'm sure there's you know, who knows why it spread there the way it did, but it could be part of that, you know? Lloyd, um, what about anyone else uh, at home with you right now, or you know, what's happening right. there? So, um, yeah, anyone else at home with me has already been exposed to it, if that is the case. And I think that, you know, you can only stop so many things on a, on a, on what what is, a, you know, fairly low risk at this point in time. So I think they're taking precautions, making sure they're washing their hands and, 
you know, before they go out, I think being very careful of uh, of everything they're doing during this time. But yeah, life still has to go on. And in that case, uh, you know, if I'm exposed and or if I've been exposed and become sick, then obviously they're uh, they're the next people that uh, would have to be looked at in terms of what have they done over the last, uh, who have they seen over the last week. So again, the scope of it uh, grows exponentially, you know. Lloyd uh, Lewis joining me this afternoon. Uh, he's the president of Todayville, which is uh, a digital media platform. But you might recognize Lloyd's name as well as the former vice president and general manager of CTV Edmonton um, a few years back now, Lloyd. And, and, yeah. and you know, just wanted to pick your brain on, on, on this one just, uh, just a little bit because... Yeah. I, I, you know, on my text line, you know, media outlets, you know, getting beat up. It's all you. It's it's media. You're 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 fueling the fire. You're fueling the flames. All of that sort of stuff. When you when you look at this and and think back to SARS, and I know it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, how would you say for the for the most part it, that it is being covered? Well, I, mean, it's kind I of, guess you know you you've got a you've got a, a pony in the show. So yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, I do, uh, and I'm in the show now. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm riding my pony in the show. <laughs> it's um, it's you know, it's just been declared a, a pandemic by the World Health Organization today. So I don't think it's anything to take lightly. I think one of the things that we face today, quite frankly, is that everybody has a voice. Everybody, and it doesn't matter if it's a um, a reasonable voice, if it's a, a factual voice, or if it's an absolutely crazy voice. Everybody has a voice. So there's a great deal of information floating around. So everything is amplified. Everything is confusing. And it, and there's just a lot more of it. I mean, you know, 24-hour cable channels, uh, digital platforms like ours, what you do, we're all talking about these things now 24-7. We can all find them on our phone. So I don't know whether the media is actually doing anything so much different than they did in the past. It's just that it's amplified so much and in so many forms, mm-hmm. and some of it uh, very, very, very confusing. So how do you? Uh, so I think it's it's natural to blame the media for amplifying things, but that is what media does. I mean, this is a very large news story. If you look at it statistically, sure, the numbers aren't really huge compared to the annual flu. All of those things, but it's moving pretty quickly, it and is, it's yeah. uh, it's not only um, a single faceted story. It's not just about health; it's about the economy. It's mm-hmm. about supply chains. We live in an integrated world now that we is more integrated than ever. Mm-hmm. So, supply chains are affected in ways that they wouldn't have been twenty, thirty years yeah. ago. So, all of that is um, it's different, and it's um, it's it's worth discussing. Uh, you know, I mean, it's. I don't think you should overreact, but what is overreacting uh, in a pandemic? It probably makes sense to be very, very sensible about what you do. Keep yourself clean, try to limit human contact a bit, and maybe not do some of the things that you were thinking of doing. But I don't think I'd change my life yet. I'd just be conscious of a lot of things that I may may have done in the past that I might not do now. Uh, Lloyd, before I let you go, can I ask you about toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's funny. I... Uh, I have plenty, I think, and I haven't really noticed an increase in my consumption. And I guess, like I, you know, I said in the article, I, I believe that if I needed, you know, a hundred, two hundred rolls, <laughs> I'm probably a lot sicker than what my toilet paper can fetch. <laughs> so I better, uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I just don't understand that. Yeah. I don't understand it. 
Either do I. Uh, Lloyd Lewis joining us this afternoon. You can read more. His uh, date with self-isolation at todayville.com. When when are you free? When do you get sprung from this? I get sprung on May 8th or March 18th. March 18th. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lloyd, thanks for joining us this afternoon. I appreciate you taking the time to, to chat. Always good to talk to you. You as well. And if you want to call me back for potholes, I'm in. Okay, sounds good. You can text me as well at 780-496-0063, Lloyd. Thanks for this. All right, take care now.